A reader lives a thousand lives before he dies. The man who never reads lives only one. George R.R. R. Martin. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 89. Today I am going to be doing my Q2 reading recap. I'm going to be reviewing and rating all of the books that I read in Q2. It was not that great of a quarter for my reading schedule. I only read four whole books. I am um, in the middle of a fifth book, but I'm going to save that one for quarter three. It also wasn't the greatest quarter for my writing journey either. I had a lot of ups and downs. I struggled really to find time to write. I got sick. I was um, traveling a ton and I was going out and living my life, which I think is super important. And I'm going to try not to feel guilty that maybe I didn't accomplish as much as I wanted to in these last three months. I'm just going to try to work harder um, during the rest of this summer and really make progress. I really want to finish my work in progress and I really want to submit to agents and editors um, early fall or uh, even go the route of self-publishing. I know that would take a little bit longer because I'm going to get my story edited, going to get the cover made and all of that. Um, but I really just want to wrap up this story that I've been working on for over two years now at this point. Um, I want to see tangible progress and I want to keep myself accountable. So transitioning over into what I read this quarter, I read some really good ones. So you're going to want to stick around and listen to um, my reviews. First up, I read The Golden Couple. This was a new release and it's by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekrinen. And I believe they've worked with Taylor Jenkins Reid on some of her books. And um, I don't really know who they are. I don't know if they're editors or... Um, you know, at what they really did in the literary industry, but I think this was like their first book together, like actually writing it. Um, but it was a good story. It was strong. It's not like my favorite story that I've ever read, but it was a good read. Avery was a really interesting character. Essentially, she is this therapist that treats her clients through these unconventional methods. And there's like, um, five or ten steps of different things um, that she makes her clients do and it's all based on honesty and sort of like confession and she really escalates the tension between her clients and there's this perfect couple Marissa and Matthew that's coming to Avery to solve the problems in their marriage and Marissa cheated on Matthew um, with someone very close to Matthew and the story is about uncovering why she did it, what were the motives, and there's some sketchy stuff going on in the background. There's a lot of twists and turns, but the story is very psychologically based. Uh, we get deep into uh, the characters' heads. It's a lot about the character development and not just the twists and turns in the plot. Um, we do get the sense that Avery is troubled like right from the get-go. She's a very confident protagonist, which I thought was unique. A lot of times we don't see confident protagonists, and it's more about the protagonist's evolution from being like a small town girl or guy to like a big hero or like finding yourself or coming of age. So I thought that was um, a unique aspect of the story. I really also enjoyed um, some of the complexity to the plot, like learning the ins and outs of her patients, which kept me interested in how her patients were kind of juxtaposed with Matthew and Marissa. 
Um, I did think it dragged a little bit in the middle, which I find to be the case with a lot of stories now these days. I feel like people are just making their novels so long and sometimes that leads to boring um, middles. And also liked the Acelia drug company plotline. Um, I thought that was really interesting as well. Next story that I read was One Italian Summer by Rebecca Surley. I absolutely loved In Five Years, which I read last year. I thought that was one of my favorite books of 2021, actually. So I was really excited when she had a new release and it seemed perfect for these beach trips that I was taking. So I read this in Orlando, Florida and Destin, Florida and on the plane. It took me a really long time to finish it and it just was nowhere near as good as in five years. I still really like the writing style of Rebecca Surley. She's a very voicey author. I just like how she incorporates um, voice and imagery and she's also a more quick paced author as like someone that's writing romance and more like women's fiction her stories are not cheesy in my opinion but I think the main character really fell flat for me and I noticed that too um, some people on book talk were saying like they really didn't like the main character and I think that was kind of valid because um, it was really hard to see her motivation and you know, who this character was apart from her mother. Essentially, she was grieving her mother's death. She was very close to her mother. And whenever her mother died from cancer, she decides to go to this trip to the Amalfi Coast without her mother. And she's been dealing with some things to her marriage. And she goes to the Amalfi Coast to find herself, which is like a really exciting premise to me. I think the Amalfi Coast sounds gorgeous. I, it's on, really high on my travel bucket list. I definitely want to go there someday. So I liked all of the imagery about the Amalfi Coast. I had actually never read a fictional story set over there. So I thought that was cool. But I think the main character was not explored enough. Her backstory was not explored enough and she wasn't interesting enough. It just seemed like she was kind of like a blah character all around and she was just overshadowed by her mother and the story was about the main character like uncovering who her mother really was which i think would have been a more compelling concept if the protagonist herself actually had more interesting qualities the next story i read was one true loves by taylor jenkins reed i love taylor jenkins reed she's one of my favorite authors and this book did not disappoint for me it was not as flashy as her other stories um, no doubt, but but it was still such a good one. I absolutely loved the characters. I could instantly picture Marie. She was, you know, destined to be the bookseller's daughter. She's this like very perfect character. Um, but then the main character is more relatable. Um, the main character Emma. She has this constellation of freckles that overtook her eyes and. I just love how much Taylor Jenkins Reid sets up each character and delves into their backstory and makes them this whole complete person that you can instantly picture. She also just really makes me feel for the characters. I could feel how hard it was for Emma struggling between Jesse and Sam, and I love the juxtaposition between them and how that represented Emma's own life. Essentially, Jesse was Emma's love from high school and they had a sort of wild and crazy time being travel writers and traveling to all of these places around the world. Jesse is presumably killed in a plane crash um, but then he miraculously survives it and comes back into Emma's life like 
three or four years later and she's totally rebuilt her life and she's had to let go of Jesse whom she loved very deeply and now she's with Sam this other guy from her high school who's like a polar opposite to Jesse Sam is like softer more of a family man into music Emma moved from California back to her hometown in Boston and now she is working at her parents bookstore she is doing everything that she said she never would do she's basically coming of age and settling down and as someone who is in my mid-20s and kind of also torn between the desire to travel the world and be free and also to stick close to my roots i really liked this internal struggle and how well was it exemplified within jesse and sam and emma's decision to choose between the two i also loved emma's relationship with her sister marie it was really wholesome and it it changed over the course of the story um, i liked that it was something i could really root for and in fact, I thought these characters were a lot more wholesome in general than some of TJR's other characters in books, um, such as the characters in Daisy Jones and The Six. And I think that's something else that really attracted me to this story. Like, I would definitely say I like One True Loves better than Daisy Jones and The Six, which I know is probably a pretty unpopular opinion. I also think that TJR has just great pacing overall. Um, her her scenes are very succinct and to the point, yet they're filled with detail. You can tell she's just really great at writing novels. Um, I feel like everything about her stories are just so cohesive and perfect. And when she nails the characters and who they are, you know the story is going to be virtually seamless. So cannot recommend this one enough. If you are a big plot person and you need like really crazy plots to keep you intrigued, this might not be the book for you, but if you love good wholesome characters that you can root for, if you love a complicated love story, if you love coming of age, this story is for you. I then read Midnight Dunes by Laura Griffin. This story was very fast paced. I think I read it in like a week or so. Um, I liked the subtle romance between Macy and Owen. The characters were a bit predictable, but it was a solid, cozy mystery. And I think the romance between Macy and Owen really kept the story going in some of the more mundane and predictable parts of the actual mystery. It's a great read if you like cozy mysteries, nothing too gory. Essentially, Macy, she is the protagonist, and she is breaking away from her old job working on a news network to being this independent filmmaker and her first project is coming to this little island and shooting some travel promotions but little does she know she gets there in the pouring rain it's storming and she gets a flat tire and she meets owen this police officer detective who is kind of mysterious and we almost think he's a bad guy at first but we quickly learn that is not true macy sets up camp and Little does she know that a huge murder has happened. In fact, the girl that was murdered lived in the house that Macy is renting for this summer. Macy is very creeped out, and over time, she grows closer to Owen and closer to the mystery, and she gets assaulted by the guy that's actually the murderer. And the story is, of course, you know, a whodunit uncovering who killed this girl, you know, what happened? Was there an affair? Was money involved? All that kind of like predictable stuff. But like I said, I liked it. It was definitely like a slow burn, cozy vibe. And I thought it was a very solid read that I would definitely recommend. I also started reading Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. I love this story. It, it might be one of my favorite stories of all time. It is so good. It's a new release this summer as well. Um, 
definitely so far 10 out of 10. I'm about halfway through. I'm pounding through it, but you're just going to have to wait for my quarter three recap for me to delve into that one. Those were the books that I've been reading recently. Let me know what are some good recommendations that you have by sounding off on this podcast and leaving me a comment. In quarter three, I really want to strive to get back to a really consistent writing routine, pound through this draft, and also just give myself grace because I know I'm still going to be traveling. I'm going to Nashville and Chicago, and I'm going on a work trip as well. So it's going to be another busy quarter living my life, but I still want to make sure writing is a priority, and I'm st- and I still want to be honoring my talents of trying to be a writer and my love and passion for words and character development and all of that good stuff. But thanks, guys, for listening to this week's episode. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're having a great summer, taking some time off, going on vacations, and spending time with family and friends, as well as writing. Thanks so much for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.